0: This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us is Drew Matinock, president of Hudson Valley Community College in Troy. Dr. Matinock will retire next year after a four-decade career in higher education the last 13 years at HVCC, as it's commonly known in these parts. Why are you retiring?
1: Well, uh... Bob, I guess that uh, uh, the the best answer uh, for that is that uh, uh, I feel like uh, I've been able to accomplish a good amount in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I still have my health. Uh, I still have some energy. There are some things that I'd like to be able to do, and uh, and it's a good time for Hudson Valley as well. Um, I think that uh, after 13 years at Hudson Valley, uh, you know, it, it, at some point in time. You need a change in leadership to mm-hmm, be able mm-hmm. to invigorate the institution, and, uh, um, and 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 so that's that's really uh, the impetus for it. For me, for my wife and I, the timing is good, but it's also good for the college.
0: Mm-hmm. As as, I, as long as I can remember, HVCC has been regarded as a good buy, a place to get a good education at a <laughs> lower cost, especially in. Technical areas—is that reputation
1: accurate? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you you know as well as I do. You've been uh, you've been involved with uh, uh, with SUNY and Hudson Valley for a good while, so you you know the history and you know the reputation of the college. When I uh, when I came to the college in two thousand and five, I, I I visited the campus before I even applied. And I walked around and I talked to a lot of people and I heard great things. This institution is a remarkable institution with great, great people. And I heard that all through the community and I heard that from our students. Mm -hmm. And so that is really exciting to me uh, to be part of that. Uh, We talked a little bit earlier about our previous presidents, uh, Joe Bulmer and John Buno in particular, Um, have really set the standard for Hudson Valley. And my job was to to keep that momentum going.
0: Mm -hmm. Also, has the proximity of RPI, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, helped at all? I mean, because you're in the same community as RPI. In fact, I I sometimes note that I I went to Boston University, Mm -hmm. which— was known for having the spouses of Harvard and MIT profs on faculty. Did some of that happen at HVCC?
1: Absolutely. The one thing that I saw whenever I came to this community is that our higher education community in the Capital Region is exceptional. Hmm. We've got great private institutions. We've got great public institutions. Uh, we have a wonderful partnership with RPI, and we have had for a number of years. Our partnership with UAlbany is outstanding. Uh, we just recently signed a uh, an articulation agreement uh, to be able to have uh, 35 program to program articulations. Uh, we were partnering with them on their semi their uh, uh, cybersecurity and mm-hmm. homeland security programs, and we continue to work with RPI and and the other uh, uh, privates as well. So uh, when I came here, we had I saw. A very rich higher education community, um, and that's really benefited the capital region.
0: But yet, uh, isn't it not so that enrollment is declining at HVCC and other community colleges?
1: Oh yeah, nationally, that's that's happening, and there, and there are two things that that come about there. One is um, uh, we hit our peak in, in the community colleges in New York uh, during the Great Recession, mm-hmm. two thousand ten. Um, and that was, that's pretty typical. Community college enrollments are counter-cyclical. So when people are out of work, uh, then they tend to go to community colleges for education.
0: So they can get maybe another job exactly. or a job in a different area.
1: When the economy starts going well, and we've got a record bull market going right now. Mm-hmm. So when the, when the economy is going well, that tends to uh, have an impact on our, on our enrollment. The other thing that has had a significant impact on our enrollment is demographics. Um, over the last six years, uh, high school graduation uh, numbers have declined. Mm-hmm. And uh, and all of us in higher ed, uh, you know we rely on those traditional age college students. So those two things in particular uh, impacted our enrollment. Uh, just like it has for a number of community colleges across the state.
0: I'm not sure I understand the, the demographics part. Is, is the uh, high school graduations have declined because there are fewer people or because fewer are making the grade.
1: Well, I know more. It's because of you and me, Bob. Uh, we're not having the number of kids that we used to have. Right. Um, so to all of the parents out there, you need to do a better job of having more <laughs> kids. But... Um, but, but that's, really, that's really it. The numbers have been going down, uh, not because of uh, the quality of the education or anything like that. It's just the pure numbers.
0: Mm. And also, when community colleges uh, were created uh, now many years ago, the, they, the, the word community is in there. I mean, they're serving their community. And, for example, they didn't have dormitories because the thought was everybody's going to drive or walk. To this mm-hmm. uh, campus, but I, and I don't know about HVCC, but I know other uh, community colleges have dormitories now and really make an effort to recruit not only nationally but also international students. Do you uh, do that too?
1: And we are doing that. And uh, you, you and I spoke a little bit uh, earlier about Fulton Montgomery and Dusty Swanger. Uh, their president has done a great job with regard to the international students um, and working on that market, but. Uh, but residence halls, a uh, number of community colleges have them. I'm, I'm going to say more than half of the community colleges in New York does. We decided to go a different model. We, we sold some property to uh, a private developer um, who is now who has built a uh, residence facility for students. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, in fact, uh, today, uh, Wednesday, they, uh, they are having a uh, ribbon-cutting. And uh, and so this is the uh, the first semester where our students are going to be able to go to a a, a, a property that's specifically built for the residents' community.
0: One a- area that HVC is known for is media. In fact, I believe your media center is named for Joe Balmer, the president we were talking about. And uh, you know, not media necessarily like radio and television, but really advanced stuff, right?
1: Yeah, we really, we really have been, uh, we've tried to, uh, to stay uh, really current on what the needs in the community are. And there are a number of examples uh, with that. I try to keep my ear to the ground to identify what the needs in our community uh, would be in terms of qualified workforce so that we can provide the kind of programs uh, that, we, that we need to have uh, to be able to meet that, that need. And so that's something that Hudson Valley has always um, prided itself on. In my tenure, I think we have uh, 86 uh, programs right now at Hudson Valley. Uh, In my tenure, we've uh, created 25. So we continue to grow our program mix. um, And we also continue to grow the uh, modality. Um, Our online program is very well respected. Uh, We have 20 academic programs that a student can take fully online. And we've had veterans taking courses while they're deployed. Uh, We have people from other parts of the country taking courses internationally. And and so that's an area that we are really growing. Mm
0: -hmm. Let me just ask you for a couple of uh, examples. What's uh, the um, Clean Energy Management Entrepreneurship Program?
1: Oh, <laughs> well, clean energy management. Think think about what's happening with our, our uh, um, energy programs. When uh, um, I guess it was uh, 2010, we built our uh, TechSmart uh, facility up in Malta. Part of the uh, reason why we built that program is to uh, create – uh, programs to attra- uh, to be able to support the clean energy mm-hmm. uh, initiatives, photovoltaics, uh, fuel cells, uh, wind technology. So those technologies continue to go, and so uh, so we want to make sure that we are providing the kind of programs that are necessary uh, in that area. And our, you mentioned our entrepreneurship program. Uh, That area is really growing. There's Mm -hmm. more and more of our our students uh, want to be entrepreneurs, and they need to get the kind of background uh, and foundation so that they can then take their ideas to market and to build on that.
0: We're talking with Dr. Drew Matnock, who is president of Hudson Valley Community College in Troy. I'm Bob Cudmore. You're listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5 FM. Talk of the Town continues on Magic 590 and 100.5 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us is Drew Matnock, who is president of Hudson Valley Community College in Troy. But you were just uh, uh, telling us, so you have a facility in Malta. That's also become more common with community colleges, hasn't it? You know, going out into the community, bringing the school, if you will, to the people in different places.
1: Absolutely. Access is really important. Uh, I mentioned earlier about online uh, programs. Um, there are a lot of people that are working or otherwise unable to get to the campus to be able to take classes. So taking courses online is really important. But also being able to offer classes closer to uh, the uh, our different communities. And, uh, and and with the growth of Saratoga uh, and the interest in those uh those having a partnership with Global Foundries, we mm-hmm. haven't talked about that yet, uh, in the semiconductor uh, manufacturing area, mm-hmm. as well as the clean uh, energies uh, route. That's where that's where TechSmart really uh, got its uh, its name and uh, an emphasis.
0: Can you say more about the the partnership as you described it with Global Foundries, the big chip? maker up in in Malta. You train people who then work at Global Foundries, is that the idea?
1: Yes, uh, we have two programs actually. One is our semiconductor manufacturing program, the other is our mechatronics program. Uh, Both of those are designed to be able to provide the basic skills uh, that an individual would need to be able to be employed at Global Foundries and other uh, organizations. And so we've developed those programs. Uh, uh, the Semiconductor Manufacturing Program was, des- was uh, actually developed in conjunction with AMD, which was a precursor to mm-hmm. Global Foundries. Right. Uh, and then we've worked with the Mechatronics Program uh, and Global Foundries itself to make sure that, th- that we're offering the kind of courses for the specific uh, positions that they have.
0: It seems that community colleges uh, such as HVCC, you know, have two functions or probably more than than two, but is the way I was uh, looking at it now. One is that you train people for specific goals and they may or may not uh, get an academic degree. They might get a certificate or they might get a job, which Mm -hmm. is what what they're really looking at. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is you uh, educate people who want to get uh, their associate's uh, degree and then pursue uh, education at a at a four-year school, mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons I think people are surprised that the graduation rates of community colleges are so low. Because I mean, you know, I'm sure they can improve, but <coughs> the uh, the graduations rates are low because a lot of the students there aren't interested in getting a diploma.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what it's 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 nice to talk to someone who really does understand that uh, the nature of our students is very different than the way. Higher education has has traditionally been measured. The success of a community college and the success of a community college student has to be measured differently. Graduation rates absolutely uh, is a primary uh, measuring stick for community colleges. But you mentioned transfer. Uh, you know uh, we have a number of students who would transfer. Uh, from Hudson Valley after a year Mm -hmm. and go on. And so I'll give you an example. Uh, The president of our student Senate uh, uh, recently uh, transferred on to Cornell, Mm -hmm. didn't get the degree. Is that a success or a failure to Hudson Valley? Well, I consider that a success. Um, and, And then we also have individuals that are coming, as you said, they're not necessarily looking for a degree or to transfer. They're looking to take some courses to be able to help to enhance whatever their careers are and to move forward. So their goal isn't to get a degree. So I I appreciate the question because it gives me an opportunity to really explain that. Uh, We have lots of successes, and we measure our successes based on what the goal of the student is. Mm
0: what does it cost now to uh, attend uh, hudson valley community college
1: well i'm a big cheerleader so bob you you know uh we're the best deal in town mm-hmm. uh the tuition for hudson valley is forty five hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. and uh and that's that uh if you measure that across uh, the state uh and the nation that's pretty darn good uh, within the state, uh, we are pretty much right in the middle of the thirty community college SUNY community colleges. so our tuition is right there. Um, I think we had eleven colleges that had a lower tuition uh, than Hudson Valley last year, and so we 're right there in the mix as far as tuition is concerned.
0: but there are those who say it should be free uh, that community college education should be seen as as the normal. Uh, follow up to a high school uh, education.
1: Well, there's a lot of uh, there's a movement going on nationally. Uh, President Obama was pushing that, uh, and uh, Governor Cuomo just uh, passed this past spring uh, the Excelsior Scholarship, mm-hmm. which is a program that kind of bridges the gap between federal financial aid, state tap dollars that is considered also financial aid. And whatever the gap is between that and a family's uh, income of $100,000, then this Excelsior scholarship covers those costs as well. So for individuals who have a uh, family income of $100,000 or less, uh, their tuition is covered.
0: Mm. One thing I would say looking at Hudson Valley, we haven't talked a great deal about all the, the physical improvements that have happened there over the years. It, it looks like a lot has happened. I mean, you know, maybe this is the opposite of people who wanted to be free. People are wondering, well, do, you, do they really need all this stuff that they have at HVCC?
1: Well, the, the one thing, uh, Bob, whenever I came in 2005, uh, I saw that we had great people. We have a great reputation, uh, great partnerships in the community. I did not see facilities that matched that, that quality. And I spoke with the board about that and, uh, and we decided that we were going to start a facilities master plan. That facilities master plan was $200 million when it was all said and done and everyone gasped at the cost of that. Well, we know we're not gonna be able to get to $200 million but we prioritize and we start knocking things off and over the last decade, uh, we've done a really good job of really improving mm-hmm. uh, the college's facilities. Our science center is second to none. Uh, and if anyone in the community uh, who is interested in the natural sciences, uh, biotechnology, uh, whatever, uh, I would encourage mm-hmm. them to take a look at that because we, we have facilities that uh, are unmatched.
0: Who's paying the bill? Uh, the, the, uh, you mentioned the tuition. As I understand it, there usually have been three sources of money for community colleges. Tuition, uh, state aid, and also aid from a sponsor. And in this case, is it Rensselaer
1: County? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, that, and that model has been in existence for a long time. And, uh, and that's for operational aid. But for, uh, for capital, when mm-hmm. I mean, we were just talking about capital, it's a little bit different. And uh, and we need there are a number of sources that we would look at, including raising money, uh, philanthropic sources, uh, federal aid. Uh, mm-hmm. You know uh, those uh, private private investment, those kind of things would meet the local support requirement, and then the state of New York. Once you have that local uh, support, the state of New York would match uh, that fifty percent or match that, match that 100%. Mm-hmm. So 50% would come from the local sources, 50% would come from the state, and that's how we've addressed capital needs within mm. the state.
0: And uh, Dr. I thank you for joining us. You're, uh, you've given them uh, time to find your successor. How's that going?
1: You know, it's going very well, and I appreciate that. Uh, I knew that Hudson Valley uh, was going to go through a transition. We had a number of our vice presidents were nearing retirement. Mm -hmm. I was nearing retirement. And so I uh, decided to give the board a full two years notice so that we can have a very thoughtful, purposeful uh, approach to the transition. And it's going very well. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5 FM. Joining us... Dr. Drew Matinock, president of Hudson Valley Community College in Troy. This program will be available soon as a podcast on the Magic 590 website and my website, bobcudmore.com.